Welcome to episode 209 of the McSauce Comic Book Podcast. My name is Paul McGinty, and with me, as always, are Ian the Sauce Sharply. Hello. And Matt Cassell. Hello. It is Monday night, August 21st. It is Eclipse Day. Happy Eclipse Day to you gentlemen. Solar Eclipse. Happy Solar Eclipse Day. Do you no. say happy, Merry, Merry Eclipse Mary Day? Mary eclipse day. When was the last Solar day. Eclipse, Sharply? Like 199 years, years ago? ago? Yeah, something like that. 199? The, the lunar eclipse is way more common than a solar eclipse, correct? correct? Yeah, I think we've seen multiple lunar eclipses in our lifetimes, right? I could be wrong. I don't so, know. 108 years ago, how did they look at this solar eclipse? That's the thing, right? So today... If you wanted to look at it, you had to wear those super, super dark sunglasses. Mm -hmm. What did they do 108 years um, ago, Paul? Couldn't they you also like, punch holes in a cereal box? Oh, I can, through, I can like, still do that today. The cereal box, right? That's what I mean. Like they, I'm sure they did something like that back then. You mean how did they realize they couldn't look directly at it? Oh, I thought you when meant someone like, lost their vision. Yeah, I, th <laughs> I think that's what spawned the current generation of, of cereal box hole punchers. Correct. I thought you the cereal meant, box industry this week's been cleaning up. I thought you meant throw a punch through a cereal box, <laughs> like while somebody's <laughs> holding it, and just. <laughs> I wonder if that'll you could also do that. blind them. Like in all seriousness, if I got an empty box of Cheerios, Paul, could you punch a hole through it? No. You don't think so? Could you punch a hole? I could. I, I don't think I could punch a hole. If through it was it. I think pulled it would, tight, I think it would tear. I think the whole thing would rip. But you would, you would deform it could in you, some capacity. I would rip it. In could half. you karate chop a hole through it? Maybe not. Maybe what, not punch like. Would you be more likely to be able to punch through a cereal box or karate chop through? Are, a are you more box? Luke Cage or Iron Fist? Does Iron Fist karate chop because uh, he uses a fist? It's That's a, not a chop. It's a karate fist. But it's an open fist. <laughs> I would be much more likely to punch through it than karate chop it. Because when you're karate chopping the box, you're getting more more mass together. You're going through like more compounded box. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I'm punching straight through. I'm going through two thin layers. Yes. I, wanna, I think it would just tear. It would just rip in half. I want to try this experiment. I really do. I want to do a cereal box. Well, whoever, cereal box whoever, challenge. Which, I I don't eat cereal, so whichever of you have an empty cereal box you know first, what, Paul? we'll today, put it on video. We'll get it up on the McSauce YouTube. I'm, I'm today, getting pretty low on my multi-grain Cheerios. Multi-grain so Cheerios. Yeah. Hey, it's my go-to Cheerio. Been, I'm low on my frosted mini wheats. Does that still qualify as shredded wheat in your opinion? Frosted mint, yeah, right. It is shredded wheat. It is, but it just has like a additional frosting on top. Yeah, additional makes it, flavor makes it edible, palatable. Basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you can actually eat it, not want to kill yourself. Is that your go-to frosted? Uh, it used wheat? to be basic four, but I feel like they don't make it anymore, or you just can't find it like you used to. Surprise! Yeah. Cereal talk. Paul, I'm not being I'm, sarcastic. I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm a not big... surprised that Paul doesn't eat cereal. It seems just another thing that he can be a contrarian. I don't have normal breakfast. I used to eat cereal all the time for years. I ate a bowl of uh, honey bunches of oats with almonds. What happened? I, uh, I, the revolt? I wanted to cut out calories at some point, and I would rather cut out... Nutritional breakfast in the morning, then beer in the evening. <laughs> Remember the Grape Nuts commercial? 
No way, not grape nuts. Nut and honey? Nut and honey commercials. What you eating, Paul? Nut and honey. That's funny shit. Honey bunches of oats with almonds. Big fan. Uh, I like, um, what's the, uh, frosted mini, mini wheats? I like frosted mini wheats. It's good stuff. Yeah. Life? Life, Fantastic. Life sucks, Underrated man. cereal? No way. It's got that little tang of sugar. Mm. Yeah. No. I don't know. I, I feel like there are two... Divisions of cereal. You have your healthy cereals, your special K's. The biggest problem with life is that it gets soggy immediately. You have to just shovel it it in your mouth within 30 seconds or you're getting bullshit at the bottom of that bowl. That sounds like a euphemism for life itself, doesn't it? (laughs) It pretty much gets soggy the second you start. Life is only good for the young or the quick at spoon. Before we get into any more cereal talk, if you want to hear, if there were any cereals that we didn't mention tonight, hey, just hit us up on our Facebook page, hit us up on Twitter, we have an Instagram, you can go there and send us your cereals. What's your favorite cereal? How do you like to eat your cereal? Quick? Slow? Milk? No milk? That was Housekeeping with Ian Sharpley. (laughs) McSauce.com for all your cereal needs. (laughs) All right, let's, let's get into... What other cereal? What's your favorite cereal? My favorite cereal. I don't know if I have a favorite cereal. Pick Uh, no. You have to pick one. One cereal. Rest of your life. What's it going to be? Oh fuck! The rest of my life. Hmm. This is a serious question. I I I would say you probably got forty years left. So at least at least I think you're going to go. I I bet you hit ninety five. You think so? I bet you've got fifty five years left. Yeah. Jeez, oh man. Um, I would have to go multi-grain Cheerios. They are healthy. They also have a nice little tang of sweetness Maybe in there, too. Maybe 105, now that I think about it. <laughs> I'm so disappointed in that answer. No, I mean, I I had to consider all of my options. Can I and ask multi-grain something? Cheerios do like have a sweetness, and they are healthy. So, um, you know, I'm going like to do life. that. You know what? I shouldn't, I shouldn't cast judgment. Much like life cereal. Healthy for you? A little bit of flavor. Right. Can I ask something? Yeah. Are you allowed to add fruit to this one cereal for the rest of your life scenario? Or is it strictly Are you cereal? a big fruit adder? Well, hold on. Let's see what the answer is. Oh, okay, is. okay. Uh, judge Paul... Why am I the judge? This should be a... You know, this should be a democratic decision. Oh, it is? I thought we. this was like... Uh, what the fuck is that? 2000 AD and the the Judge Dread. <laughs> I I am the serial law. Ah, uh, no, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna vote no on fruit. Like you get cereal, that's what you're getting. Whatever okay. whatever comes out of the box, that's what you're getting. Because if that's the case, you might have to go with more of a special K with those dried strawberry kind of. Do you like I that? Will, I will yeah, allow actually, spicing I it up with a different liquid. But what other liquid who would it the be? Fuck puts a different liquid on the cereal. Other than milk, what do you put on cereal? Milk, almond milk, soy milk, chocolate milk. It's There's all, a lot of milk wait, options. Chocolate milk? Who fucking does that? Yeah. Well, um, tell me a case I, for chocolate milk. I don't milk have on any references. If you can't put fruit, you can't do alternate milks. I we live once, in a one milk society. I once did spice it up with a different liquid that was not milk on my cocoa puffs. What th- did you do? Chocolate? I milk was out or? of milk. No, yeah. I didn't want to eat them dry. Yeah. I went with Coke. What? It was 
You I, I, was, I was probably like 17 or 18. Uh, it was not as terrible as you would think, but it was not great either. I think I would go dry. I've had, I've eaten Cocoa Puffs dry. They're fine. Yeah. Mine. I mean, I, I don't remember it being the worst Coke thing. on it. Wow. That's bold. I didn't do it again. So, yeah. I mean, obviously it wasn't that great. Yeah. I've never, I've never done any alternate milks, I don't believe. Just milk. Just milk. So we're gonna go just milk. Cereal out of the box, just milk. So Matt, what are you what are you gonna pick? You're gonna pick that shit with the dried strawberries? Uh which well, is it? Which one has dried strawberries? Like special, special K, K with the dried strawberries. I think there's a honey bunch which, of oats which, with strawberries. What yeah, I think there is. Once milk hits that shit though, it, it kinda softens them up. They're not quite as like freeze dried as they seemed beforehand. Are they real strawberry? I've never had them before. I mean, I think at one time they were. Yeah, I don't in, think they're marshmallows. Another life. Yeah, I think yeah. they're freeze dried strawberries. Yeah. But yeah, they do soften up pretty Yeah, they've, fast. they've been through some shit to get to the point they're where they are when they freeze dried strawberries. But they're more like Walt Disney's head. <laughs> Maybe I'd go with basic four because there's a there's a plethora of flavors and textures. That basic come. four. Basic four. Is that the name of a cereal? Yeah, Jesus you've never heard of Basic Christ. Four by who? Shame on you! It's either by General Mills or Kellogg's. What are the Basic Four? Marvel what? certainly wouldn't allow this oh. cereal to exist. Holy smokes! Why? Well, it is because General Marvel. Mills cereal. It is, but I honestly have never heard of this cereal well, before. Tell us a little mm. bit about it, Ian. It uh, clearly it's a delicious clearly. blend of sweet and tangy fruits, crunchy almonds. And a wholesome variety of grains. So mm-hmm. what's what's the fourth? It's, I heard fruit, almonds, grains. Well, on on here it it what else? It highlights in different colors the four, which are grains, almonds, fruit, and delicious. I'm. <laughs> hey, it's not fucking me. I'm not making <laughs> it up. I'm reading the box. Are there four basic food groups? I thought it was five. Isn't it in some weird like seven part pyramid now, like I, some upside down demonic? Oh. Pyramid? Maybe that's why they don't. Is make that it. the box? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, this is Matt, the box. Is that the box? Man. This is, is the box. You, is this right? Get, man. That's yeah. It. All basic right. Four. So 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 basic. So grains, almonds, fruits, and delicious. Now delicious that that would be not my healthy choice. Real. If, if I may have <laughs> tell if, General Mills. If I may have an unhealthy. Selection. Is that what we're doing? We're going to pick one healthy, one unhealthy? Yeah, I think it's only fair. <laughs> okay. Mix sauce chaos reigns supreme and one cereal for the rest of your life. Here's the question. Do you go with Lucky Charms? Because you got those marshmallows that aren't anything like marshmallows because they crunch. Marshmallows aren't supposed to crunch. Right. But yeah, I still but they, love soft, them. they soften up, but they never, Not they never regain... They're their squishy marshmallow. Nothing like a marshmallow. They may as well just be called like little sugar dalians. <laughs> Is dalian a word? Can we I just I fact made check that? that? Up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it is. Dalians. I thought he was going with medallions, sugar medallions, <laughs> but I, but dalians. I well, don't know. Dalians. This, I is, even allow, this is the cursed earth of cereal. I we don't even, know. I would even allow galleons the fake Harry Potter money. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, what was your uh, either was either that it? or or Fruit Loops? Of pick course. no, you pick one. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna. You picked basic four. 
which is we the healthy don't know. choice. The listeners don't know. No one knows. General Mills ba- even General Mills is four. is like questioning itself on what the four and basic four would be. Four cannot be delicious. So, uh, Lucky Charms or Fruit Loops? So um, I don't get a healthy and an unhealthy choice. Yeah, your yeah, healthy you is basic four. Okay. Your unhealthy. Uh, I'm gonna go with Fruit Loops. I think there's more explosive flavor in every spoonful with Fruit Loops. Not to mention every loop in the Fruit Loop box. <clears throat> well, not every loop, but every color is its own flavor. Whereas, like with um, is it? Of course it is, man. Or or are they all just like fruit punch? No. Are we gonna have to have a Fruit Loops taste test? Yeah. I feel I like I don't know if I think I don't. The know red if, ones taste redder. Than oh, <laughs> this this must be General Mills theory. <laughs> is Jet? Wait, General the Mills purple ones taste purpler. Ge- General Mills looks like Judge Dredd. I feel <laughs> like that's. Does Judge does I was gonna say does Judge, Judge Mills, Mills. <laughs> does he not know delicious is not a thing? Is the whole two thousand GM theory broken? <laughs> oh boy! Well, what's your unhealthy one, Paul? Unhealthy, I'm gonna go Apple Jacks. Yeah, that's a good. That's a solid yeah. Thing. It's I eat unhealthy cereal so infrequently. That um my if, if I had to pick a runner up I may pick Frosted Flakes, but that's another one. It just gets so soggy so fast, and yeah. I I want to take my time. I want to enjoy it. I want to have a central cereal experience. Oof. I want to really your breakfast table there. sounds disgusting. <laughs> take my, really want to take my time. Make sure I'm exploring every every facet of my cereal bowl. Are there- and, Life and life and frosted flakes don't allow that. I'm gonna go Apple Jacks. Sounds like there are candles and like lube at Sugary. your breakfast table. <laughs> <laughs> Sugary. I like apples. I like cinnamon. Apple. Like, theoretical apples. Have you ever tasted an <laughs> apple that tasted like Apple Jacks? What's That's why po- they're Jacks too? What's the Jacks? Oh, is that what Jacks taste Ask like? Judge Mills. <laughs> Some fake cereal bullshit. Judge Mills, wasn't that Lane Mills? Lane Mills, yeah, yeah. yeah. Judge Lane Mills. Who's Lane? Was Mills? he on the People's Court? Right? Well, yeah, but he was. Yeah. He was. He a also boxing was. Referee. He was a bo- boxing. That's where he was. He was known. like, let's get it out. He, yeah, he was always kind of like bigger than the actual is he, match. Is he bald? Yeah, yeah. he's bald. And like a little, little. Yeah, he was guy. like the fucking referee of referees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'd have to go. My unhealthy. I'd have to go. I'm feeling chocolatey. Think I'm gonna either have to go cocoa puffs or cocoa rice krispies. But those rice krispies, like we've talked about before, you only have a limited time with them. They turn into mush real quick. Aren't they called cocoa krispies? Cocoa krispies, yeah, sure. Do you do you prefer a chocolatey cereal because chocolatey cereals usually make the milk fake chocolate hey you get the double dip if you're if you're into it and you want to drink that milk i personally am not but you can do they still make cookie crisp yeah i haven't seen it in a while i think they still make it right 
What about if the you like uh, cookies, what about the Halloween cereal? Crisp. You guys don't count chocula, blueberry. Ah, shit. Yeah, those Why are don't good. We, do we want to save that for another couple months? Do we want to kick off haunted cereals? <laughs> Mix October with haunted cereals. Well, couldn't like it's... couldn't Lucky Charms also be a haunted cereal since they did make a Leprechaun movie? It's a super and it was a horror movie, right? But that Leprechaun in particular isn't evil. <clears throat> right? Is it Captain Crunch a dead sea captain? Is he back dead? dead? <laughs> isn't Is that he... the one in Garfield's <laughs> Halloween treat? <laughs> it's not Garfield's Halloween <laughs> treat. What is it? It's Garfield Garfield's Halloween adventure. What's Halloween treat? I don't know. Something but... you just made up on the spot. Are you sure? Uh, I don't know. I know. What I makes you think just, that I Captain Crunch know. is dead, though? Isn't it more fun if he's dead? It it is, but I feel like he he's still alive. Is he's... it more? Isn't it more fun if Captain Crunch was? Or, I'm sorry, Captain Crunch. Captain, yeah, was gonna be the villain of Pirates of the Caribbean six. Oh, that would be awesome. I that would make those in, movies solid. I typed in Garfield's Halloween treat, and I got Garfield's Halloween adventure. Okay, so. We got through so close enough. I mean, we the pinnacle of Garfield Halloween specials. We all know what I'm talking about with the ghost pirates, right? Yeah, <clears throat> we're all in. Man, Sugar yeah. Smacks are real good too. I like those. That would what be. is it? Sugar Smacks. Remember those? Aren't they honey, honey Smacks? Honey, honey Smacks. Aren't they? Are, are there sugar? Terrible. We wait, can't no. Are there? Are there sugar smacks too? Are, wait, wait a second. Wait, there, no, there are the honey smacks is the one with the frog. Right, but sugar smacks are the one with the bear, right? Uh, this is fascinating. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. There's there. What was the one with the clown? Carrinkles. Excuse oh my me? god! There's. I guess a long time ago there was some demonic sugar smacks. I meant honey smacks, That's not. What Not is that? Seventies? Some seventies? It looks like the fifties. No, um, remember we saw the commercial? It was Carinkles breakfast oh, cereal. Oh yeah, that, that's terrifying. Uh, yeah, man. There, there's not much. I guess that's... that was fifties because that. Well, no, Bozo was the seventies. It was. Wasn't his name Carinkles the clown? I don't Something know. Something like that. Um, I guess Let's at one point. Honey Smacks were Sugar Smacks, and sugar then ev- crisp. and then eventually turned into Honey Smacks yeah. because you can't just sell straight up sugar to children. The one with the bear was Super Sugar Crisp. Sugar Sugar Crisp. Okay. Should we by should post? We of course. Go the, the uh, here's a the question. DC Comics to General Mills. Here's Marvel. a question. Right? No, who who had the best cereal? Kellogg's, Post, or General Mills? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I, well, let's I, run them down, shall we? I wish I knew each each one's roster off the top of my head. Well, that's what the internet is for. All right, Kellogg's. It looks like Kellogg's has a lot of healthy ones, like Special K, All Bran. Who's? Um, they have Frosted Flakes. They have uh, Corn Flakes. They look like they specialize in oh, flakes. Corn Flakes. Um, <laughs> Is that kind of like their their Justice League of? Uh, <laughs> they also they have cereal? they have Fruit Loops. They have oh shit, man, pops, corn pops. Uh, they have the Crispy Family, cocoa, rice. I don't know. They they got a pretty strong roster. Matt, what's General Mills got? Well, General Mills has. Oh, bless, bless you. you, buddy. Thank you. Let's see. General Mills has 
you know, you're looking up Post? Yes, I am. Post is like the... I mean, does Post, Post has qualify? All right, Post has the Pebbles family, Fruity and Coco. They have honey bunches of oats, solid huh. cereal. Oh, fuck. Grape nuts. Those are my boys. I was uh, going to disparage them. Post okay, so kids. here we go. You ready? You ready for some General Mills? I'm going to bring it. Okay, go for okay, it. Okay, so General Mills' Superman is Cheerios. Oh, jeez, yep. oh, man. Okay. The Cheerios family. Uh, then let's see who their Batman might be. And your your healthy choice was honey honey nut no whole uh, grain Cheerios uh, multi grain Cheerios part so of that's like Electric Superman the from the nineties uh, probably Cocoa Puffs is their Batman because it's darker right yeah uh, it's got checks Wheaties oh, kicks Lucky Charms has to be Wonder Woman, right? Kicks and Lucky Cookie, Charms, man. Cookie Crisp, Holy Cinnamon shit. Toast Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is great. Also, a cereal that goes flat super fast. Yeah. But also gives you the cinnamon milk if you're deviant. Delicious. Yeah, I mean, Kix is actually pretty good, but it's it's good with fruit. Plus, as you know, Paul, it's kid-tested. Mother-approved. Mother-approved. So who was that again? General Mills is Kicks. killing it. Wait, no, wait, I mean, wait. what company was that? General Mills. General wait, Mills. Wait, wait, yeah, wait. General Let's Mills is strong. General Mills is the Batman Rogues Gallery. Kellogg's is the Spider Man. I don't Rogues know, man. Gallery. Kellogg's is still really freaking legit. Frosted Flakes, Rice Krispies, Corn Flakes. Even though it kind of sucks, but it it's like majorly famous, kind of like Cheerios. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but. The list drops off after that. Yeah, Post is definitely the dark horse you're, of cereals. You're listing famous General Mills cereals for about five minutes. <laughs> um, hold on. Post hold on. has old-time favorites like Alphabets, Honeycomb. I like Honeycombs. Golden Grams. I've had that shit in a long time. Oh, Golden Grams. Come on, Post. Post is like Image. The dark horse giving you some... <laughs> Creator owned Kellog- cereals. Kellogg's has Raisin Bran, Fruit Loops. Uh, what the fuck is this? Jif cereal? Oh, motherfucker. Uh, it's just straight peanut butter you know in a what? box. I would love to give an honorary mention to Raisin Bran. Even though I have been burned so many times by Raisin Bran because some boxes you get an appropriate amount of raisins, and other boxes. They don't put in nearly enough raisins. Raisin brands a post. I love raisin brand. An image post I love raisin brand. cereal. I can't believe I'm I'm on board with the image comics of cereal manufacturers. <laughs> this is this is unprecedented. You're so indie. You know, Paul, I gotta tell you as well though, here's something I didn't know. This is this throws me for a loop because I always felt like a fruit loop? Uh, this throws me for a fruit loop, if you will. I always felt like Apple Jacks was some kind of weird mutant version of Cheerios, but in reality, <laughs> it's part of the Kellogg's line, not the General Mills line. Is, so, is this part of the Amalgam universe? No, 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 no. It's its own thing, man. Apple Jacks is, I guess Apple Jacks is to Kellogg's as, or Fruit Loops. Apple is as like um, Shadowhawk is to Image <laughs> Comics. Jesus. I love Apple Jacks. Frosted Mini Wheats, Corn Pops. I hate Shadowhawk, though. 
Oh, do you hate Shadowhawk? Shadowhawk's great. Yeah, he's one of the, he's one of that, that weird '90s image shit that people keep trying to recreate, but it's not as good as the shit that actually stuck like Spock. Honey Smacks is part of Kellogg's. I don't know. I think Kellogg's can go toe to toe with General Mills. So we do have thought Spider-Man's rogues could handle Batman's rogues, which is not the case. I feel like we have a definitive winner. I feel like it's General General Mills. Mills. It's Judge Mills. Yeah. It's General Mills by a flake. (laughs) By by a cornflake slide. You know, we... We last week on the show we did Batman villains for Spider-Man villains and it was a little bit closer than I thought. I think General Mills is a landslide this time. Matt, just the, those like serials that you started listing off, they're just boom 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 oh, boom. Shit. boom. General Mills has home tricks runs as out well. Of the gate. They have checks. They have tricks. they have checks and they have tricks. How do you how, General Mills is responsible for checks mix. They're breaking out of the cereal market and they're going into healthy snacks. <laughs> checks mix isn't healthy. Yeah, they're it's unhealthy what but they're you they're going on? they're going they're into going like, into unhealthy snacks. They're going into like just regular snacks. They're breaking away from the breakfast table and leaving Post and Kellogg's in their <clears throat> their flaky dust. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, is there anything comic-related we want to talk about today? After this, I don't think so. What what serial character would make the best comic book character? Oh, man. Dead Captain Crunch. Well, yeah, Captain Crunch would be pretty legit for like a for like a high sea kind of adventure type thing. People but like what's pirates. Captain, is there a- what's Captain Crunch's Captain Crunch's narrative? Like, what is he trying to do with his serial? You know. Um, because a lot of what uh, is the story? In because Captain a lot of Crunch the commercials? other, I think there are a lot of other better mascots, and we'll get into them tonight. But I don't know what Captain Crunch is trying to do. Was he trying to go and sail to the island of Crunchberries and 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 get all the Crunchberries so that the kids could get addicted to a better version right. of his <clears throat> shitty cereal? Let me get this out of the way right away. So Tony the Tiger is going to be the Superman of. The mascots. He's inspirational. Because, exactly, because he's inspirational, and it's his job every time out. It's never not been his job. He's never been pushing sugar. He's never been looking for he's pushing crunch berries optimism. or marshmallows. He is pushing you to be the best person you can be. He is He is the blue lantern of Who is? Tony, Tony the, the tiger. tiger. He is the Superman. Or, or is he the, the orange lantern? No, that's Greek. Oh, oh you're talking... Oh, okay. I see what you're doing there. Go yeah. ahead. Uh, uh, the the Cookie Crisp burglar would be the orange lantern oh, uh, yeah, of Zero yeah, yeah. U. But yeah, Tony the Tiger, he's got to be Superman. He's always pushing people to be the best person they can be, pushing kids. So I don't think that's a great narrative for a book. But Captain Crunch, you, you high seas, high Even jinx, though that's when he, like, I, I don't know, it's hope and optimism. and Yeah, but it, it's not, it doesn't, but Tony the Tiger's story doesn't translate to a lot of excitement. Like I, I get the story because he's 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 great at everything. Who's because he, gonna, he can do Well, who's he going to like what's what's self-doubt is his enemy. He doesn't he doesn't have self self-doubt. He helps other people overcome their self-doubt, but that's not an exciting comic book. Unless there's unless there's like a self-doubt lantern. <laughs> That he needs it, to well, fight. Well, yeah. Well, well, what, um, what, what mascot would he be up against then at that point? 
I don't think any serial mascot promotes self-doubt. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know about that. There are a couple really unhinged mascots, like the... Uh, Cuckoo, cuckoo Cocoa is, Puffs? Yeah, I mean, he, is he he's the, like the, is Joker he the Joker of <laughs> the serial world, right? Because well, Who's Batman? Who's Batman? Batman, um... Oh, by the way, here's a fun fact here. about Captain Crunch. I had no idea. It's it's a division... It, it, it's not Kellogg's, it's not Post, it's not General Mills. It's part of um, Quaker Oats. Oh, wow. Yeah. <clears throat> That's right. Yeah, chew on that for a while. You just blew the listening audience's mind. So, which, which, in so and of itself, Captain Crunch is, a, is like a valiant property. Yeah, well, more like a Malibu property. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, it's it's like a subsidiary of. It's like a property of a subsidiary of a larger company. So you got Pepsi Company that owns Quaker Oats. Didn't know that either, did you? The internet no. tells me all. So then. Then Quaker Oats then owns Captain Crunch. By the way, it's Cap'n Crunch. Yeah, not that's Captain. what we've been saying. We've been correcting ourselves. Well, I had been saying it wrong all this time. It's Cap'n. Cap'n Crunch. All right, so you're looking for the the Dark Knight of the serial world. Matt's looking for the Dark Knight. Is that, like well, what are the stuff. traits that we want to associate <clears throat> with this mascot? A character that that lives in darkness. Well, how about how, how about this? I don't the think there's not a lot of darkness in the serial. But how about this? How about a detective that can find things that if they possibly follow their nose, they can track down the Toucan serial. Toucan Sam? Toucan Sam? The dark knight of serial? <laughs> he's so bright. But, but he's a detective. They're all bright and colorful. Yeah, yeah right. You're not going to find anybody. What, he, he, he follow your nose. nose. I mean, uh, that's as close as we're going to get, player. <laughs> what do you want? It's fucking cereal. Yeah, I guess so. Because the, I mean, the Cookie Crisp had a cop, but he wasn't the Cookie Crisp Wolf, the burglar wolf is their mascot now, right? Right, but didn't it just start off as like a random like 1930s looking thief with a cop? A, it was that cop like racist? Was it like a super Irish cop? Oh, I'm sure it was, Boyo. <laughs> So I don't think that's like your Commissioner Gordon of the cops, the, like your Commissioner. Yeah, Gordon. right. And then the your, criminals, the, cook, the cook, Joe Chill, the, the Cookie Crisp Wolf. Yeah, he's he's got to be bigger than Joe Chill. Well, which which mascot's gonna make for the best book? Lucky Charms, your the the Leprechaun, the Indiana Jones, constantly questing to find new marshmallows. Well, he's not. Is he questing? Is that his quest, or is he just trying to? Does he bestow them? Is he trying to just hide the marshmallows from the kids? Like, Forgot about the Cheerios. B. This is this is all wrong, though. Yeah, Trick um, Rabbit is not Superman. So the the Lucky Charms Leprechaun, his narrative is that he's trying to hide the cereal from the kids, right? Like, but they always beat him, and they always, they always defeat him, and all, they always get his charms because they're always trying to get my lucky charms, right? Right. So he, so he's he's like a villain. He's the right? Riddler. I'll take trying it. To sure. Trick, trying to trick the kids, they need to, they need to like beat the puzzle, find the lucky charms. <laughs> I I think that that's right. He's got the costume already down. He's the Riddler. Yeah, <laughs> sure. 
Why not? Yeah. Why not? What, what about the Cheerios B? What does he do? More health and optimism? Is he Captain America? <laughs> what does it, the B do? The Honey Nut? What does he, he do? Promotes does he promotes a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Captain America. Captain B America. He doesn't drink. He can't be What Iron was Man. the cereal that it's got crunch with punch? Yeah. And more honey. Can't get enough. Super I don't know. Golden, super golden. Super golden. Was crisp. that it? Oh, that's a bear. Yeah. Now that could be that's Batman, right? Did he punch people? <sighs> yeah. I think he beat his, up bees or something. What? I, I always remember he, him being like real. Be in... I always remember him being like real chill and real cool. He was kind of a pothead. Was he a pothead? I thought so. <laughs> He was, yeah, because he was just super laid back. Yeah, he was like, right. can't get enough of super golden crisp. It's got the crunch with punch. Yeah, hmm. I, I, I think it's, I think Toucan Sam is okay. Where our Batman's gonna be? He's also hugely popular. Right. Uh, so what do we do with the tricks rabbit? Well, if, if the he's got the more the most Coco- heartbreaking story, right? A story of want, a tragic. story of loss, a story of addiction, a story of addiction. Yeah, it who's addicted in uh, comic books? That's where books. it's at. Yeah, I. You know what? I think he's my favorite hero. He's maybe, the most relatable. Maybe he's Larfleas, the Orange Lantern, because he's he's addicted to all that cereal. Like right, he but he never. One, I feel like he, he never gets it cereal because he he never he never actually captures. The thing, the 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 apple of his eye, uh, you know, like he he doesn't, he never okay. succeeds in getting the tricks. So he's it's even more, um, it's even more sad and 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 desperate than that. I'm not sure who is he, Batman. Be- the constant quest to clean up Gotham City, but he never reaches it. He will be the Dark Knight forever. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I. I I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think that the tricks rabbit is. It's something sadder than, than that. Is he Mister Freeze? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, he is. Because Mister Freeze is never going to 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 get his wife back. Because tricks rabbit is never <laughs> going to get that cereal. Silly Mister Freeze. Your wife is in hell. <laughs> no, his wife's in heaven, but he's going to hell. That's the. Uh, that's the sad that's, part. Yes, that he is, won't even see her in the afterlife. That's true. Matt, give us some more mascots. What do you got over there? See, you, you're awfully quiet. You're researching furiously. No, I was coming across these really crazy, like more realistic, creepy representations of uh, mascot characters. Yeah, and uh, they're 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 nuts. Like, like for example, Tony the Tiger. Is just like some dude in a tiger outfit. That's uh, freaky. Yeah, and then I saw this really creepy one for uh, Captain Crunch. Um, I've seen these before. Yeah, it it's it's just nuts. Yeah, so those anyway, are disturbing. Yeah, I, I don't. What what are they like paintings or what? I guess so, huh? Yeah, somebody had a lot of fun with those. Well, who else? Who else are the big? Who else are the big characters that could carry a comic book? Uh, what do Snap, Crackle, and Pop do? 
<laughs> I think it's right there in their name. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know what what they're elves, right? They make yeah. Like, do they shit. make? Is that what they do? They yeah, make. Well, don't they boring. each add the snap, crackle, and the pop to the Rice Krispies? Maybe I'm what, looking at these guys great and their characters for a shitty cereal. Maybe that's what we need to focus on. Because if you look at their uniforms, one of them looks like a drum major, the other one looks like a <laughs> sailor, and the other one's a cowboy or something. <laughs> yeah, how so did that happen? I don't like, know what the like, hell was uh, going perfect. on. Perfect. Yeah, so I don't know what's going on with Snap, Crackle, and Pop. You would think that they would be a good, they would have a good story. But Wait, which one looks like a cowboy? Has great characters. Or, you know what? He's not. I guess. Well, I, I, I miss, one's a baker. I one, miss his baker's hat. One's there. got a like a stocking cap. Looks like he's going to bed, and then the other is a drum major. Yeah, I, the baker guy. I missed his hat on the top. I just saw his um, handkerchief and what looked like a oh, uh, duster. <laughs> so, what comic book has great characters muddied in a? Poor franchise. What? Because that's Snap, Crackle, and Pop. Three great characters attached to a shitty serial. What comic book has good characters attached to a terrible book? Hmm. Superman. He makes the book. And that's already Tony the Tiger. We're not bashing Superman tonight. Good characters attached to a terrible... I mean, many iterations of different X-Men books. You know, like there hasn't been a really solid X-Men book that I've enjoyed in quite a while. Fantastic um, Four. <clears throat> oh, that's a good one. Good characters. Fantastic Three. Yeah, because yeah, especially the current state of it. Yeah. Current Great characters. state of it. Yeah. I'll give you, uh, I'll, I'll give that Snap, Crackle, and Pop are the Fantastic Four and one of them died. <laughs> Drama. Snap, Crackle, Pop, and Plop. The sound that it makes whenever it's <laughs> soggy. An hour later when you're done. <laughs> Matt, we losing you over there. No, I'm good. Deep in research? Uh, yeah, a Deep little bit. Deep in cereal research? A little bit. Who's your favorite cereal mascot? Um, mm. I don't know. That's a tough question. Ian, favorite cereal mascot? I do like Count Chocula. I always like the look of him. Uh, I like Count Chocula. Count Chocula you the like cereal. your chocolate cereals. Yeah, I like chocolate, man. Is that where you get your color from? Yeah, so much, so many years of chocolate eating. I've never been a fan of chocolate cereals. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah I like eh. <clears throat> maybe Maybe the Tricks Rabbit for me. Yeah. It's such a sad story, man. Yeah. Like, he just, he doesn't deserve that. <laughs> what does he deserve? He's kind of crazy. He deserves a, wouldn't you be crazy too? If every he's time you were- He's an addict. He's not an addict. He's been in detox his entire existence. He doesn't- He never actually he gets to have the tricks so though. He doesn't Can you be an addict? If if, right. Right, he just wants to try it. He's he has obviously been driven to insanity because he's been denied just a taste of tricks his whole life because of fucking kids. So who's crazier, Tricks Rabbit or Cocoa Puffs? Cocoa Bird? Puffs for sure. Yeah, because he's the true addict because he gets he gets he all goes whacked out cuckoo. as soon as he sees <laughs> Cocoa Puffs. He goes cuckoo. <laughs> 
the tricks rabbit <laughs> never has the chance to taste it and see how he feels about it coco the, the it, he, he's not he's just he's just rabbity he's not cuckoo what about you paul who's your favorite Tony the tiger <laughs> Yeah, of course. Of course, is. you fucking generic mainstream. I like ti- son of a bitch. You. I like tigers. I like tigers. I like tigers. I like tigers, and I like I like frosted flakes. What a great fucking combo! Tigers and sugar. I also like Lucky the the uh, Lucky Charms leprechaun. Yeah, he's all right, but he's a he's a son of a bitch, man. He's just trying to hide stuff. He's not what sharing about, with people. What about the honey nut bee? He's boring. pretty boring. Yeah, he he is boring. I, we haven't even we don't know what he really does. I like all these characters well, he, that he act, does, have an actual story to he, them. He does what Tony the Tiger does, but to a lesser extent. Like Tony well, the Tiger is out there. He's in the field. He's on the soccer field with you. He's on the baseball diamond. He is out there supporting you. He is giving you pep talks. He is your fucking catcher. At your little league games, he is out there. Right, right, right. But the bee doesn't do any of that shit. The no. bee's just like eat this cereal. He doesn't. It's leave the honey version of the boring kitchen. Cheerios. He's always in the kitchen, just at your breakfast table. Hey, have some of this. Mm-hmm. Is that the pep talk that you want? No, he's like weak sauce Superman. Mm-hmm. Get that bee the remember, fuck out of here. Remember the the uh, what is it? The uh, cinnamon toast crunch chef. That's a character. Uh, we there, about. well, there are three of them. There are also like. Oh, there uh, were three of them. Yeah, there are three. Are chefs. they the Earth Two evil version of Snap Crackle and Pop? Um, why aren't we writing this book right now? I I I don't know if those chefs were evil. They seem pretty nice. They seem actually better than Snap Crackle and Pop. Those crackheads. Look at how great those dudes were actually Fuck, dressed there as. Were. The, they were dressed as bakers. You could. Easily identify them. You as know bakers. what? No one thinks Snap. any of them are a cowboy. You know what? No, though. Snap, Crackle, and Pop it's, were doing acid, and then they went. Listen, it's been reduced in recent years to just oh, the one, the one chef. Is the it one the, the one white-haired guy? Yeah, dude. What happened guys? to the other guys? You know what happened? They got snapped and crackled. They got murdered by their nemesis. Well, I think there was Wait. a big. I think there was a big street fight between uh, the Rice Krispies four against the three. Cinnamon Toast each, Crunch chefs. And they each lost. They each suffered casualties. Cinnamon Toast Crunch more than, than Rice Krispies, but I I feel that, that the food didn't suffer. What about this? What if the last remaining Cinnamon Toast Crunch chef murdered the other two because he wanted all the Cinnamon Crunch power? Oof, that's super dark, man. That could be a um, kind of a crime comic. It was a last ditch effort so, to to power himself up to go after Snap Crackle and Pop. Sounds like an an Ed Brubaker kind of joint. Well, who would I mean, you'd have to have somebody to get to the bottom of this murder, somebody that could follow facts and really someone that could follow their nose. <laughs> Bring in Toucan Sam. <laughs> Hard boiled ass Toucan Sam. The flask of whiskey in his wing pocket. Fruity whiskey. Mmm. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> little sangria in that flask. Ooh. I like how Toucan Sam has 
Sam just on his chest. Like, is that a tattoo? What's going on there? He's hard boiled. He drank too much whiskey one night. He went and got a tattoo. I don't see the words. (gasps) Maybe. Oh. Maybe Sam isn't his name. Maybe Sam is the name of his beloved who died in the (laughs) Snap, Crackle, Cinnamon Crunch War. (laughs) (laughs) See, I feel like the war that happened had to be the the monster cereal war because we clearly lost a few monsters over the years. Well, we Fruit lost Brute, Yummy Mummy. Yummy Mummy. You can't get those all the time. You can only get um, Count Chocula, Boo Berry, and Frankenberry. Those are the main, the final three survivors. Where do, where do characters like the Pillsbury Doughboy, who's also known... Oh, get to- out of here. They're not cereal. Hey, he's involved in breakfast items. He is involved in breakfast, but and all you got, you get maybe the the quick bunny as well. I mean, like, and what about the? I guess the Jimmy Dean. No, not Jimmy Dean. Who's the guy? Jimmy that, Dean saws. He's a big oh, son that shows oh, yeah, up in the people's kitchen. Jimmy Dean's son. Okay, if we're going there with breakfast, or the raisin brand son, for God's sakes. True. Well, Raisin Bran Sun's like or the just watcher. the California raisins. That is you- the watcher, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Raisin Bran Sun's like the watcher. <laughs> <laughs> he sees he, all. He can't be involved. <clears throat> he watched two cans beloved Samantha get m- murdered. <laughs> but he couldn't save her. Samantha. <laughs> That's the story. That He's the not story. A, they and, just assume his name is Sam because of the tattoo. Right. They don't know the dark history of that tattoo. Right, because they didn't read the prequel A Dame Named Sam. <laughs> 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 Two can to kill for. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, that's true. So, who else is involved in these fucking serial wars? Who else? Uh, I mean, if we're going, hey, you got the Lando Lakes, um, Squaw. <laughs> you got to put well, butter like, on your shit, right? This is a, are we rolling, Mrs. Butterworth? Into this? Yeah, oh, absolutely. absolutely. Is Mrs. Butterworth manning the field hospital? I guess. Is she treating? Where's Aunt mummy Jemima fitting Aunt him? Jemima's in there. Got them all. Who else? Well, I guess uh, Uncle Ben is sort of a. Evening, no one eats rice of. for breakfast. Yeah, no, I know. That's why I was saying it's more. I'm just going through mascots. I'm going through my <laughs> pantry, mascots. man. <laughs> Hamburger helper, the Kool Aid guy. Nobody has. You can't Kool-Aid. eat Kool Aid, man. For well, you, you can't, can't Kool-Aid eat Kool Aid. <laughs> Do you eat Kool Aid, sir? Uh, mm. Are 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 we maxed out? I think we, we might be done. I'm sure. The, I'm sure the fans at home are just screaming. I mean, we did. We hit all the big ones. The Honey Smacks Frog. I mean, I don't know what the Honey. Smacks Frog does. Um, yeah, I mean those those are the big ones. We got all the all the big guys. Yeah. So let's talk what you've been reading. Yeah. None of us have read the <laughs> Serial Wars anthology. <laughs> no, but we that's just because wrote we it. just wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> Ian, what have you been reading lately? Uh, nothing super exciting. I've been. Uh, taking advantage of my Marvel Unlimited 
subscription and going back in time and traveling back to uh, the early 80s and reading early 80s early 80s wow. x-men comic books yeah, you are uh, going back yeah uh, how's that going uh, it's it's different man it's it's different to read all the the old claremont burn and claremont uh paul smith stuff mm-hmm. from the uh, phoenix saga as well as some of the old the brood saga from the 80s uh it's it's just strange to kind of see how art has progressed and just simple stuff like the background. There, there are barely any backgrounds in any of these comic books, which makes sense that they could. These dudes met all their deadlines. Props mm-hmm. to them, but it's a very simplistic way to really illustrate a lot of this stuff. It, it, it really brought to my attention. Um, I, I became X Men fan in the um, early '90s, whenever Jim Lee was the main X Men artist. Um, so. There was a certain team of X-Men that were out there that I always associate as, as my X-Men. And it's interesting to go back and see some of the ways that Wolverine was written back in what a lot of people would consider his heyday in the early 80s when he was really coming into his own. Got the, you know, his he recently had the, the brown costume the and he... The, the brown and yellow. Brown and yellow costume and really started to have his or was it orange was it brown and orange it's orange i guess it's yeah it's orange um he had his his personality is getting more fleshed out there was still a lot of mystery behind his backstory but i also was able to read for the first time the frank miller claremont wolverine miniseries oh yeah um where he goes to japan and you get a completely different side of wolverine is that as good as they say i don't think i've ever read that it's real difficult to go back and make a judgment on that stuff why i think um, when you're reading it for the first time years and years later and so many of the tropes are so old and beaten into the ground you know it's it starts off with you know, I'm the best at what I do, but what I do isn't very nice. And yeah. all that stuff is has been such has been gone over so heavily yeah. that it's it's hard to judge old eighties comics that you're reading for the first time against current stuff. So uh, it's it's I decent. I still okay. enjoyed it. Um but it it is tough to say well uh, yeah this is hands down really good because the way that comics were made back in the late 70s and early 80s are so much so so much narration and because you're comic reader you're assuming that maybe this is the first time that they're picking up the book so you have to explain so many things that claremont's famous for over explaining what Cyclops' powers are and talking about exactly where Storm comes from. The first time you see her on the page, she has to explain exactly where she comes from every single time. That's so, Chris Claremont. Yeah. So when you're a when you're reading read. a trade, every issue you're getting all of this exposition at the Yeah, you yeah, you get recapped <clears throat> yeah. almost every single time. So it's very difficult to compare late 70s early 80s comic books to what we read in current day which the assumption is you know who these characters are you're reading the story because you're a fan and you're this is a continuation of the story yeah i always thought that was like i've gone back and i've read i've read you know some old 80s stuff and i always think it's so crazy that they went so hard on that level of like retelling every issue Mm mm-hmm because you know like i 
started reading comics in 2001 and they weren't doing that then and like I didn't you you pick up where the story's at who characters are what the status quo is you pick it up as you're reading um there are plenty of context clues throughout the story to tell you where you're going where the stories come from who people are that like that constant like this is Cyclops. He does this. He's from here. He joined the X-Men this. Like, it's so... It makes reading one of those old trades so laborious. Yeah, it it can be a labor to go through and just looking at pages and how the bulk of the page is just text and explaining what's happening. And maybe it's also that these books were aimed at a different audience as well. They're written for younger readers than what the assumption that current comic books are written for. So maybe there's an inherent understanding of, of plot and that you can simplify and or streamline your storytelling. But yeah, that's, that's always what jumps out to me. Um, But one thing really positively, I'm going through the, the, the brood saga that happened in the early eighties and Paul Smith was an artist that I wasn't really super familiar with before. I kind of, always thought that John Byrne did more of the X-Men run from the late 70s, early 80s that I was familiar with. But Paul Smith um, does the Brood Saga, and, and I got to hand it to him, man. Like, even though it's that real 80s style, all his forms and shapes and the the action for the 80s is really, really good. It's real solid um, stuff. The pacing's really well done in these books. And... So I, I I have to say that I really enjoyed going back and reading through some of this old stuff. And uh, I've, I've been doing that. I've been reading some things that I, I never read before, like the, the uh, New Mutants. Chris Claremont was in charge of starting the New Mutants off, so I'm reading that from the beginning and going through. You're and, on, a, on a big Chris Claremont binge. Yeah, yeah, man. I don't know. I, I just... It's one of those things where you start reading one thing and you kind of fall down the wormhole. And Marvel Unlimited's really good for that because you can read almost everything that they've ever. So published. you're doing Marvel Unlimited. How much is that a month? Um, I paid up front a yearly price. I think it was ninety dollars somewhere around there. Okay. Um, for the year. So. Yeah. Um, so that comes out to be. I don't know how much a month, Look, like eight bucks a month. Yeah, somewhere around there. And you get the, what essentially is the entire back catalog of all the Marvel books. And there, I'm a big Marvel fan, but there are so many books out there that I've never read or I just want to read again digitally. Yeah. Go back and read all the Jim Lee stuff that yep. I really loved. And, and I did that for a while, but then I, I wanted to dive into more things, not just look at the past that right. I was familiar with, but look where everything came from. I feel so. like, you know, that would be good for somebody like me to I, go back. Cause those are when I really like comic books, comic books more than I do now, you know, being the, the, um, lapsed reader, the, no, the, the sentimental file that I am where I like that, that older stuff from the eighties and nineties. And, uh, I don't know. And especially like over the last five years or so, I, I feel Marvel has 
regressed into almost a state of unreadability uh, in their comic books. So, like, and, and I've perused some older things lately. I'll pull mm-hmm. trades off the shelf and just look at some old Spider-Man stuff. And 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 I'm just filled with so much like enjoyment looking at that stuff. And and I long for characters to be treated with that kind of like love and and respect at Marvel, especially. Uh, so yeah, there's so much for something good to come out legacy, but not exactly holding my breath. There's so much good stuff that you can go through and read. And I know that, um, as, as a old time collector, as a kid, there were books that I just couldn't pick up because my allowance wouldn't allow for it. But Mm -hmm. now I can go back and read all the books that I ever wanted to read. That's cool. That's kind of where it starts for me. And then I go backwards. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes they, they they sometimes have deals where if you go in with another person, you can get half off of that. So, Why wouldn't you then? Um, they don't always run that deal. I know whenever I initially bought get, my subscription, um, I split it with Dom, and that's how I... Get a Groupon for that shit. It's, I think for what you pay, it's really a quality product. And for somebody that... I, I honestly a month. I honestly wish that DC had something like that. I I would probably get more use out of DC's unlimited library since that wasn't the company that I was reading the majority of the books of. Mm -hmm. And I always think of storylines or just big events that I don't have a lot of knowledge Mm -hmm. because I didn't collect any of that stuff. I only had so much money. But now I'd love to go back and read all that stuff. I just downloaded DC's app yesterday because... Aquaman came with a free download code. Yeah. And this is the first time I've ever seen a free download code in a DC book. And I've never stopped getting DC books. Mm-hmm. So, um, they all, I was looking through just, you know, once the app downloaded, I was scrolling through some stuff and I was like, oh, man, I might have to. Might have to get some of this stuff to to check it out. Yeah. But I also feel the same way about Marvel. Like I'm not um, quite ready to drop ninety bucks for um, Unlimited. But there's a lot of old Marvel stuff that I haven't read that I would like to read up on. I know I've I've gotten a lot of the old DC stuff. Like big DC guy. I know DC's history. But um, like there's a bunch of holes in the Marvel history that I would like to get caught up on. So, yeah, that's that's what I've been reading. Paul, what have you been reading? I've been reading a lot of DC's current Rebirth line. Rebirth? Rebirth. Rebirth? Do you want to say it correctly or incorrectly? Is it Rebirth? I say... Rebirth. Re- I say Rebirth. 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 But it's Rebirth. Rebirth. It's both, actually. There have been some real ups and some real downs in... And the the rebirth line, I don't get every rebirth book. There's some. There's a Titans book out that could be really neat. It brings back like the original Titans. It's Dick Grayson, Wally West, um, Raven, Garth. Uh, I think Beast Boy's in that book. Could be wrong. They're they're trying to bring back some classic DC stuff, but I get the main a lot of the main character books yeah uh the hal jordan book is hal jordan in the green the green lantern core because green lanterns is two characters that no one gives 
a flying fuck about, <laughs> but they keep trying to push these two fucking numbskull characters. Uh, but this past week, I read Superman, Batman, and Aquaman. Aquaman has been fantastic. It's on issue 27. 27. And uh, the last three issues, Dan, uh, Dan Abnett has been writing this run since it started. Dan Abnett is responsible for the Guardians of the Galaxy you know and love from the movies. Without Dan Abnett and Andy Lanning's run on Guardians of the Galaxy, you wouldn't get Chris Pratt and Rocket and cute little baby Groot. You wouldn't get any of that nonsense without Dan Abnett. <laughs> and he's writing Aquaman now, and it's really fucking good. And whether it's in preparation for the Jason Momoa Aquaman and Justice League, they <clears throat> work the story so that Aquaman has he gets deposed as king of Atlantis. He has to go into hiding. It picks up like a, a year later, and he's got long hair. He's got a beard, and he's kind of this. Um, he kind of becomes the daredevil of Atlantis. Like he's in the lawyer by day. Well, I guess he's not, he's not being, not being a lawyer, but he's, he's pretty like Atlantis is broken up into, um, like tears. There's, you know, like hi Atlantis, like the first tried, I guess it's, um, like it's, it's hunger games ish. And it's like one, two, three, four, five. And the fifth tried of Atlantis is like the, the stragglers and you don't want to go down on the fifth tried. It's real dirty. It's real corrupt. So he's and, more like Katniss Everdeen. Yeah. And, you know, he's been, he's been, and the guy that deposes him, uh, Coram Wrath, he uses some old Atlantean magic because the whole time Aquaman's like, we need to be partners with the service world. If we're going to be a better society, we need to be a better society with everyone. We need to work with the surface world. They need to work with us. Coram Wrath, old school Atlantean, he's like, no, we are Atlanteans, Atlanteans only, so fuck the surface world, he brings out some old school magic that's never been used before, shuts off Atlantis from everyone else, they kill Aquaman, Mira's on the surface, she can't get in, Aquaman can't get out, so for a year, he just disappears, and he becomes this kind of, um, he's, I guess he's like the Batman of Atlantis. He's the Toucan Sam of Atlantis. <laughs> the Toucan Sam two of Atlantis. He becomes this this Atlantis? mythological figure to yeah. uh, a lot of these a lot of these downtrodden Atlanteans, mm -hmm. um, where like he he shows up and he's got you know super speed you know he can you know talk to the fish all these special special abilities and people are or people kind of relate him to what the Dead King used to be, but he's just a myth at this point and he's just fighting for the people and it's a really cool take on this book and uh um the artist is Stejan Sejic S-T-E-J uh, I'll take your word S-E-J-I-C he is killing it they introduced Dolphin in this run um and she's like part Atlantean part fish hybrid Super sexy. I know that sounds goofy, but man, does he draw her super sexy. Um, they, they introduce a lot of these old Atlanteans that have become part of the sea underlife. So, like, people have, like, big 
claw arms and like seashell heads and they're they're used by the upper Atlanteans to like carry out the dirty work but like there's this whole bigger story of what Atlantis is it's mm-hmm. not like this big glorious rich society it is America but underwater it's a fucking mess and Aquaman's just trying to do whatever he can at the time to just make it better. Mm-hmm. And it's so fucking good. I love Aquaman. It, Aquaman's it, great. Batman is terrible. <laughs> this yeah, you ba- were saying that uh, Tom King... This Batman book... Isn't hooking you up. And I buy single issues. I haven't gone completely completely digital. If you guys want to pick up this Batman 29 in front of us. Uh, Michael Janine... His art is, is killer. Is it it's Janine because there's an accent over the I. J-A-N-I-N. I love his art, but the story is a fucking waste. Um, Tom King picked up Batman whenever Rebirth started. And his first arc was about two super-powered siblings, similar to Superman. They show up, they call themselves Gotham and Gotham Girl... And it's about how Batman starts working with two superpowered people taking up residence in his city, doing, you know, being Superman. And it was a really interesting story. Uh, it was really heartbreaking by the end of it. And I was like, oh shit, Tom King's doing things with Batman that Scott Snyder stopped doing. Um, Scott Snyder had a real good start with Batman. I know a lot of people are still Scott Snyder fans. Um, but. Scott Snyder kind of stinks at writing any Batman stories anymore. But I thought Tom King was going to get off. He he got off to a great start, but then everything's just trailed off since then. He's on this story right now called The War of Jokes and Riddles. You're like, oh shit, we're going to see a big knockdown drag out between the Riddler and the Joker. It's going to be fantastic. But the way he's working out this story is... All the fun stuff happens off panel. All the things that you want to see happen in like a one page flash to here's what happened. And then it's like the Joker or then it's the Riddler and Poison Ivy walking through uh, whatever Central Park is in Gotham City just talking. There's a lot of talking. Ian, this issue in your hands. We don't know how it starts. The issue opens... So, apparently, the Joker and Riddler have been fighting through Gotham for months at this point. They're ripping Gotham to shreds. Half the half the rogues gallery joins the Joker. Half the rogues gallery joins the Riddler. They're all fighting. They're all ripping up Gotham. You don't see any of that. Instead, what you get in this issue is Bruce Wayne somehow getting the Joker and his crew and the Riddler and his crew to a dinner party at Wayne Manor where they civilly talk out how they're going to resolve this for 22 pages. Yeah, I was about to say, I just flipped through all 22 pages and it's just, it's a dinner party. It's a, issue, it's a beautifully illustrated dinner party. They're just sitting at a table talking. That's got to be a hard script for... Uh, it's infuriating because he's Janine his, to pencil out, man. His his artwork is so fucking good. 
like he does he does faces he does his own like, they're not caricatures but he draws he kind of draws the Riddler like Jim Carrey a With really buff really hardcore really sideburns Jim Carrey um, but yeah his Joker's and, and really draws, distinct yeah the Joker kind of has a Johnny Lee Miller feel to it and he carries this through all the artwork yeah the art's amazing and it's being wasted on this waste of a story which is you know all the fun stuff that you want to see happens off panel and it's just a way for like just Tom King to do all this exposition about what characters are feeling and what they've been through in their past and it's such a disappointing book after such a strong start on Batman by him it's it's just not not working so this is going to be the last I'm not even going to finish the story this is going to be the last issue of Batman that I get until they switch up writers and then I'll try it again I don't see that happening anytime soon apparently uh, critics and fans alike are adoring what Tom King is doing even though I've been lukewarm at best on him since he started on the book it's a very uh, Dan Slott type situation it, yeah it really Dan is. Slott writer of Spider-Man McSauce podcast uh, not fans of Dan Slott's work on Spider-Man but no. critics love it we feel right. I, at least I feel like Dan Slott has kidnapped my favorite character and held him hostage for over a decade now I don't think <laughs> Spider-Man Spider-Man has a Stockholm Syndrome at this point. <laughs> He's been in Dan Slott's clutches so long. He loves Dan Slott. He gets him Cinnamon Toast Crunch in the morning. <laughs> Who's the Spider-Man of the serial you? Uh, Maybe that's the Tricks Rabbit. He's always down on his luck. Yeah, Never shit, gets what yeah. he wants. Yeah, the Tricks Rabbit. Yeah. yeah. All right. I Fun, like it. I like how we hero, pulled it Matt, together. Is Spider-Man. How about that? How about that? So Matt, uh, you've you've kept this secret kidnapped from us since before we started recording. What did you read tonight? Tonight I read the uh, 25th anniversary book that kicked off Image Comics as we know it. Ian, Spawn number one that kicked off Image Comics as we know it. Well, as everyone knows it, Image number one. What was first image book? Young Blood number one. The twenty fifth anniversary. Oh, really? I read The Guy yep. with the Double Swords and the Ponytail. No. Who am I thinking of? N- no. That's is that Prophet that has that or no, that's Shatterstar. Yeah, that's is, not, that's not Yeah, no. Um but someone that looks very close to him, his name is Shaft. Can I see Young Blood? Uh yeah. This is uh Young Blood. It's not Rob Lowe. No, it's hockey? not Rob Liefeld. It's Chad Bowers Rob and Jim and Jim Toe or Jim is it Toe. Taves. I th- yeah, that's true. It Tave. could be Taves. It could be Taves. It's probably Toe. Uh, so <sighs> this book uh, relaunches the Young Blood series. Mm-hmm. So far, they've had four issues that have come out. Um, the first issue kind of gets the ball rolling by introducing some new heroes. I've, Matt, I've got questions. We'll get to it, Paul. Okay. The first issue introduces some new young heroes, and it also uh, reintroduces some uh, older characters that were in the series, like Shaft and Bad Rock, who is essentially the thing. Shaft is essentially what Green Arrow or Hawkeye. 
Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, but he was Hawkeye, always like right. the leader of the team. Mm-hmm. You have another character that's kind of the Iron Man of the team. That his name was Die Hard. So Youngblood's not on this cover. Who? Youngblood isn't a person. It's the team. It's a team. Dummy, you fucking dummy! Get back to the cereal, you. Jesus Christ! Youngblood's the team. Oh, so what's, I'm sorry, what's, you what's fucking moron. Arrow's name? Shaft. I feel like shut your mouth. I feel like Shaft. if he was gonna rename that character today, he probably wouldn't call him Shaft. He would call him Youngblood, right, Paul? Well, <coughs> duh. <laughs> uh, so you have this diehard character who, as it turns out, is now the president of the United States. What? So there are some holes to fill. And by the way, the president of the United States. Think of him. Think of Die Hard as Iron Man, okay? But also, what else does Die Hard look like? Deadpool. Yes. Think of Deadpool. Yes. Okay. That's the as thing. we know him, as the president of the United States. Not but, a not a stretch. Right, but he is actually wearing like a suit over the Deadpool costume. Die Hard is wearing his Die Hard costume, but yet he has like a suit on over it. It's ridiculous. Uh, this issue was okay. I thought they did a pretty good job of keeping it pretty character-centric and about the characters. They introduced about three or four new characters um, and reintroduced about three or four existing characters. There was a part where Shaft, the main character from the original series, is now being let out of prison. And you see him doing sit-ups because that shows you that he's been keeping fit and trim in, in the clink. And uh, on the wall behind him are newspaper clippings of like, you know, so-and-so dead uh, of other things that have happened throughout. Did you read the same? History. I thought I did, but maybe I read zero. And uh, anyway, it it shows that there is a lot of shit that's gone on between the previous stuff in Youngblood and now. So I'm sure that the series is going to fill in the gaps. Uh, What I will say is that the writing seems... Like, it's got some promise. I, di- I didn't love it by any stretch, but it definitely has some promise if they keep it character-focused, which the Rob Liefeld stuff never seemed to be able to do. Uh, the art, on the other hand, is real all over the place. Like, there are moments when I like it. The art is very reminiscent of Phil Hester, mm-hmm. uh, but but not quite as polished all the way through. Uh, and it's a far cry from the dynamism that Rob Liefeld brought back when he, you know, drew the book originally. Um, I wish that there was a little more dynamism in this book, uh, even if it's not Rob Liefeld. But just bring some more energy. Like even a guy like uh, Trad Moore would probably be more well suited for a young blood book. However, with it being as character centric as it seems to be, maybe the guy that they have on there this. Chad, or what's his name? Jim, is it Jim, Jim Toe? Jim Toe. Is Vogue a new character? No, Vogue existed. Um, balls deep, I can't go back to the credits. So, um, it was okay. I'd probably give it about a six with uh, a relatively optimistic outlook for the rest of the series. Were you a fan of Youngblood back in the day? I collected a whole bunch, but I can't necessarily say that I liked all of Youngblood. Yeah, right. I liked the idea of it. It was like a cool comic book, Mm -hmm. but 
I don't remember any plot details about any story I ever read. And I've read them all. I mean, not that there were that many, but I I remember getting them. I remember some of the issues were insultingly short as well. Like there were, I think there was one like number six that we waited five years or something for it. It finally came out and it was like eight pages <laughs> and people were like, what the fuck is this? Didn't they do, didn't they have a gimmick where it was split in half where you read the front half and then you had to flip it, flip the comic book around. Yeah. I don't know if that's a gimmick, but yeah, it was, it was definitely a flip book. Well, they weren't the originators of it. Marvel, (laughs) uh, tales, I think did the same deal where you would read or was it Marvel comics presents? It was, uh, it might've been both. Uh, the, where you could flip it in half. And, and Sam Keith was always doing story. one of them. He did the Wolverine-centric stories, but yeah, that's good stuff. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I just remember issue one of Youngblood, number one, there was a fight in the mall that was really bananas. And I read that recently. And All this blew time, my mind. I thought Youngblood was the like orange ponytail double swords guy. No. I didn't know Youngblood was a team. I thought Youngblood was a character. I know no. Bad Rock. I know that Shaft guy. I've seen them tons of times. I had no idea Youngblood was the name of... I had no idea Youngblood was Who did was you think Youngblood was? He thought it was Shaft, I think. I don't know. I thought it was always... Either Shaft or Shadowstar. No, I thought it was... Uh, yeah, maybe. I thought yeah. it was some image guy that I didn't... That I could never remember the name of. Shatterstar is a member But of I thought Shatterstar was Youngblood. Yeah. It's... it's an easy thing to maybe get confused. So a six, Matt. I would say so, yeah. And and I don't think that that's unfair. I think that I would expect the next issue to be a seven. What's your expectation for this book? Uh, like, is a series going forward? My expectation is that uh, it will be a seven. So you're going to keep getting it? I would think you're, you'd keep getting a seven. Uh, well, being a fan of the property originally, although looking back, I'm not exactly sure why. I mean, I am. It was because it was like kind of cool and it was the first image thing and comic books had a lot of energy. But when you look back, there really was no substance to it. I think they're trying to incorporate that now. You have to understand, a lot of like prominent names have worked on Youngblood over the years. Joe Casey, Alan Moore, Robert Kirkman, and Liefeld. Like, those are like pretty prominent comic book names. And uh, it seems like right now it's probably the most focused it's ever been, uh, where it seems to like actually feel like it might go somewhere and have a point. Yeah. So we'll see. I didn't. I don't know how much I like the story because they told a lot of the exposition through um, like this fake app called Help. Yeah. Uh, Isn't that sort of the crux <clears throat> of the issue where people are answering? Yes. This app that it's like a yeah. superhero app. Yeah. Where you go yeah. And help people. Yeah. Yep. It. That seems weird when they jam like current stuff like that in there. I don't know if that would, you know, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it, it, they it didn't really explain it. It was just there and you have to kind of like figure it out. Uh, I I don't, I know it's because I have a fairly simple and feeble mind, but 
I don't really like to figure things out. I would prefer if it's just kind of like take it at face value. Yeah. I want to clip this part where he just said all of that and play it back every time we get into a fight. <laughs> well, that's not to say that you don't have a feeble mind as well. Oh, hey, I bought all those Youngblood issues. <laughs> I definitely have a feeble mind. Well, you did then, but you were, you know, 13. Eh, didn't get any better. I don't know. This seemed like it could be okay. I, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I, I, I wasn't left feeling like, well, that was... A waste. Now that I know what young blood is, young blood, young blood, oh. and who's involved, um, yeah, it seemed like it could be cool. I like the artwork. I don't. I don't think I'm as big a stickler on dynamism as you as you are. Well, that was so. part of the the that was part of like the draw of the original book. You know, that was the hook was that it had this crazy, exciting artwork that had all kinds of action to it and whereas like the current thing is relatively stiff right look like a good comic book look like a well-drawn comic book because i didn't read comic books in the 90s i wasn't drawn to dynamism and non-stiffness i like a good story that's right you do so that's why you've always liked sandman i don't think that's a good story either i think that's convoluted just like i think watchmen is convoluted Gotcha. But this seemed like it could be could be pretty cool. <laughs> this episode was kind of convoluted. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was packed with all kinds of goodness. It wasn't bogged down with excess it was, nonsense it that was we don't need. verbal dynamism. Hey, if exactly. any of you guys out there have any other uh, any feedback on our serial universe? Chime in. Hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. Tell us what you think about the Serial U. That's going to do it for us tonight. I think we had a jam-packed, nutritious episode. <laughs> My name is Paul McGinty. Count Saucula. <laughs> <laughs> Beat that, asshole. Um, I can't. I'm Mike Casal. <laughs> we'll see you next time.